Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Velocity and this is your host Snehal Singh. It's the month of celebrating women and we are very excited to share with you that on 8th of March we have launched The Gift of the Universe Through Women Who Lead, a book which has stories of amazing 24 women. I similarly have one of those women and one of those authors on our call today. Martha Stewart once said that it is within everyone's grasp to be a CEO. And the guest I have today definitely speaks to this very well. Her chapter in the book is My Journey from Lemonade Stand to a Franchise Expert and she calls herself the franchise lady as well. So let's know a little bit more about her. Who am I talking about? I am talking about Phyllis Peary. So Phyllis, thank you so much, first of all, for being here and spending your time with us. And if you would just take a moment to tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Oh, thank you so much. I so appreciate being on your show and doing the book has been a real honor. I have to tell you, it's my first time writing and it was a stretch, but a really good stretch. So my franchise journey started literally when I was 10 years old with my lemonade stand. And the reason that I picked that is because I decided that my church needed a stained glass window. And I, I lived on the golf course in San Jose, California. And I thought, what would be better than to get my friends together and we'll raise money for this stained glass window, which we did very successfully. And who would have thought that I had started my career in franchising at the age of 10, but as it turns out, I kind of did. So I had my first franchise was in downtown San Francisco called Sir Speedy. And I fell in love with franchising, owning my own business. And I am really on a mission because franchising, in my opinion, is the best kept secret in town. For whatever reason, when people think franchising, they think food. Well, I get that. There's food everywhere. But franchising is such a great opportunity in so many different ways. So I have just decided that I'm going to change that and I'm going to educate people so they realize there are wonderful opportunities where they can go into business. But most importantly, you know, we talk a lot these days about community and wanting to, to have be part of a community. And that's one of the things you get in a franchise right away is you become part of a community and you have other franchise owners there to help you. So I'm really excited to be here. I've sold franchises. I've helped people start up franchises. And I literally have spent the last 18 years of my career helping people decide which would be the best franchise for them. Beautiful. You know, there's an interesting thing that is there in your tagline where it says helping people find the businesses of their dreams. So how did you know or when, what was that moment when you realized that this is what I want to do? This is what I want to help people with. Was it like, I think, yeah, it did happen think, like in a moment or it was, uh, you know, uh, in an evolved journey. How, how did this happen for you? It's, it's been an evolved journey. I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. Nobody in my family really had a job. My one grandfather owned a cannery. The other grandfather was in Bakersfield. He was a cattleman and he raised thoroughbreds. And so I didn't have, and he was a landman and, and uh, they read all the mineral interests. So my mom had a very nice trust fund and never had to work. So for whatever reason, 
I wasn't complacent. I didn't want to do that. I just had this yearning to help people and to do things. So I've done the whole direct sales thing, but I just found that franchising for me was, that was just my, my thing. I'd love the whole concept of it. So going from selling a franchise to helping people pick the brand with my guidance of opening their eyes to thinking about more deeply what they want has been so satisfying to me because I don't really like selling. I like educating. So I get to educate people about franchising and to get them to open their eyes to be willing. I talk a lot in my chapter about being willing and taking the next step and go through that door that's open for you. So that is why. Amazing. Now, as you said, you know, you do come from a background of entrepreneurs and understanding business somewhere comes a little bit naturally to you. Mm-hmm. However, that may not be the case with many. Like, for example, I come from a background of absolute salaried people for, I think, four generations that I know of. And for mm-hmm. me, I was kind of the black sheep or, you know, someone who just went out of the way and moved into entrepreneurship. So what would you say is that one thing that keeps an entrepreneur going, irrelevant of you have the business background or not? Was there one thing that you feel that you know each one should have if you want to be an entrepreneur? First of all, you need to have courage and tenacity. And you have to understand, I didn't go to college. I was going to go to college, but I got married instead. And then I thought, well, that's it. I'm married now. I don't need to go to college. Well, little did I know that was a mistake. So, um, so the other thing I think is important for an entrepreneur is you've got to be a continuous learner. You know, people may go to college and they may have college degrees, but I got news for you. That does not prepare you for being a business owner. So I really believe that, especially in today's world with technology and social media and all those things, there is so much great information that is available. There really isn't anything you can't do to put your mind to it. So if you have a yearning, and I really believe our gut instincts are very powerful and you should follow those, So, you, but you need to be a continuous learner. You can't just rest on your laurels and feel, I think in in going and getting a job, somebody is really basing it on their resume, but in being a business owner, you've got to do all, you have to wear all the hats at some point. And so, and that's one of the things I love about franchising. There's a model that we call about train the trainer. So the franchise owner will get in and he will learn all the different aspects of the business. He will do that for a while. So then when he's ready to start bringing employees on, now he's done all those things. And then he can exponentially grow by adding more and more people, whether it's more vans or more locations or, you know, whichever direction that person wants to go. Beautiful. I love what you said, especially the part of, you know, it is courage, tenacity, and most importantly, the attitude to keep on learning, because if you are not, it does reflect in the work that we do. And earlier, you also spoke about community and you do speak a lot about how connecting and, uh, you know, uh, being with people actually helps you be more successful. However, Mm -hmm. with everything that is happening today, and there is so much of, you know, soulpreneurs or, you know, people like to be individualistic when it comes to being an entrepreneur. There's Mm -hmm. some kind of pride with I'm doing it all by myself and I'm doing it all alone. Uh, 
how far does that take someone? Oh, it depends on the person. You know, it really depends on when I work with people, we kind of look at five-year increments. Okay, where do you want to be in five years? What kind of money do you want to make? You know, the challenge that a solopreneur has is if they don't have the franchise structure around them, which brings all of the elements they need. As Gary Vaynerchuk said, you know, a franchise is a great model because it's a business with training wheels. Well, you know, some young entrepreneurs, they don't want that. You know, like you said, they want to do their own thing. And hey, we need those people just like we need people that want to have a franchise. So there's nothing wrong with either one. I think for me, I one of my jobs is to make sure you're not too entrepreneurial. Because if you're too entrepreneurial and you want to make a bunch of changes, guess what? That's not going to work. They're not going to be satisfied with that. So you need to be the one. And I have to tell you, you know what? Franchising isn't right for you. But if you want to get a leg up, if you want to get started sooner, if you're maybe in your 50s and you're thinking, God, I don't want to reinvent the wheel, then a franchise is a great way for you to consider going. And it's much safer, too, because you know what you're walking into. Absolutely. And uh, I think you, you, you gave us a very beautiful perspective there that not everyone can be a franchise person. However, uh, being aware and knowing options, I think, is what matters the most. Like, for example, when I started off, I was definitely the person who kept on saying that I can do things by myself. There was a little bit of, you know, that, that happiness and a little bit of ego that I did all by myself. But as I'm progressing and my dreams are going growing bigger and bigger and you know, the vision is just enlarging itself. I do realize that at, at times it's also about a little bit about letting go of all the responsibilities that you're taking and bringing in people who can just deliver, not everywhere you are 100% required. There are certain things that can be delegated, gotten done. And I think that attitude is equally important as well if your vision is growing. Otherwise, I yes. feel like, you know, you may just exhaust yourself and knowing that understanding, sorry, you were saying something. Well, I was just going to say that what that made me think of while you were saying that I was thinking about my journey and realizing that it, until social media came along, you didn't really need a lot of employees because, you know, it was follow up and talking to people and doing your research. I mean, all of those things. But in today's world with TikTok, I mean, I'm learning TikTok with TikTok and, you know, Instagram and, you know, I've always spent most of my time on LinkedIn, but now with Clubhouse, oh my goodness, it just continues to grow. So I really believe that it is um, something where you can be a solopreneur, but chances are you're going to have some virtual assistants that are going to be helping you because you can only do so much. And the whole goal of having your own business, in my opinion, is to have flexibility. And I got into being uh, doing this work because I have a daughter with special needs and I needed to be available for her. Well, the only way I could do that was to have my own business so that I could do sales, grow as big as I wanted to, but I also could go to the, to the teachers' conferences and all of those things that needed to happen with kids. So I, that's why I've always loved being self-employed because I like being in control <laughs> and doing it the way I want to do it. I think that's, that's definitely one of the common things that we all entrepreneurs have. We love the control of when we want to work and how we want to work and who do we want to work with. And that freedom, I think, is what makes us who we are. Uh, now, before, before we close for this, uh, any, any tips or anything that you would like to share with our audience today? 
I would say that if you, so remember there are 4,000 franchise companies out there. So if you are poking around the internet and you are looking for a business, when you are doing your due diligence, first of all, download my five mistakes people make so you don't make those mistakes. But I think one of the most important things to think about is to talk to franchise owners that are in the business. Because if they're in the business, you're gonna know firsthand, how's the support, how's the training? And that's one of the things that I'm able to do with people is hold their hand and walk them through to make sure they get all those questions answered. So. And so guys, I am gonna make sure that I take the link from Phyllis and add it to this so that you can access the five mistakes. Thank uh, you. But Phyllis, if anybody wants to work with you, how do they get get connected to you or how does it work? My, my website is thefranchiselady.com. You can go to LinkedIn and put in the franchise lady, I'll pop up. Um, I'd love to have a chance to work with you. We can have a conversation, we can have a Zoom call and and just chat and see whether franchising would be the right opportunity for you. That sounds amazing. So guys, again, the link for the website is there in the caption. So you can just go ahead and click it or you can, as, uh, as Phyllis said, just type in the franchise lady in LinkedIn and you would just find her. Uh, she is the first person that pops up. So go ahead. And I've tried that already. So go ahead and uh, check, check Phyllis out. Her chapter in the book is amazing as well. If you just want to take a little bit peep on what is it that, you know, you want to expect when you connect with her or get on that call to talk to her, then it's right there where she shares amazing journey from Lemonade Stand to Franchising Expert. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you, Phyllis, for being here today thank and you. sharing your time with all of us. Uh, and all of you who are listening in, remember, we all are born abundant. All we need to do is claim that abundance by taking one more step towards it. Take care, yes. guys. Have a fantastic week ahead and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.